Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, brought to you by the fine folks over at, Jay? HypeBot. Thank you, Bruce. HypeBot.com. Thank you, Bruce, and everybody at HypeBot for everything you've done to support us. You know, I I should keep track. It's probably been a couple years now, hasn't it? Yeah, close to it. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, Bruce and HypeBot. Today, we are joined by a special guest, and uh, I'm really excited by this because it's very timely, and it's talking about a service I'm a big fan of as well. Um, we're joined by Josh Jackson, who's the co-founder and editor-in-chief of Paste Magazine, a website covering everything from music to books to craft beer. Under his leadership, Paste has won numerous awards and now attracts more than 6 million unique visitors every month. Uh, Josh is also the president of Paste, Day Trotter, and noise trade he's been a regular music and regular music and film critic on cnn headline news and two atlanta radio stations he oversaw and co-hosted four music podcasts for coca-cola he currently hosts the paste podcast and he's written more than 1,000 stories for various publications including assignments in six continents Busy guy. Holy cow. (laughs) That's a long introduction. Thank you. Well, you Um, do a lot of stuff, John. You got a lot lot of stuff there. So so obviously let's let's dive right in. So the news came out was it a week ago? Two weeks ago? It's been it's been within the last month. Yeah. Yeah. That that paste purchased noise trade. And and Hopefully, if you've been a longtime listener of the Music Biz Weekly podcast, you've heard us talk about Noise Trade a number of times. But for those who are brand new, Noise Trade is an awesome website. Go check it out, noisetrade.com. It's all about delivering free content in exchange for an email address. And yep. its focus is on music and authors. So, book authors. You want to deliver an ebook, you can do it that way as well. I've used it for many clients, it's been a great success. I love it. I have um, too. I think it's just a great way to grow a base organically and, and, and in a genuine way. And 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 you know, we're not, we're not doing this to stroke you, Josh. But the <laughs> site does it looks beautiful. It's great. It works. It's got amazing features, and the back end for the artists and the authors gives you a lot of valuable data as well. So by all yeah. means, you've got to check that out. Well, thanks, guys. That, I, I love hearing you guys say that because uh, I've long been a fan of the service. Um, but before, you know, when we started Paste, one of my partners, Joe Kirk, um, had left, and and he was one of the founders with Derek Webb. And so I've been following it since its inception, and I thought it was just a genius idea of a way to build your base. Um, and and we used it as, at, uh, at Paste. It was the most successful thing we ever did to drive email address signups to our own newsletters. So. Yeah, I, I love hearing you guys uh, talk about it. Cause I was that a challenge for you to get that? It was part of Pledge Music, right? And they've had a lot of issues and have gone dark, and we don't know if they're going to be going out of business or being bought or taken apart or whatever. And wasn't Noise Trade a part of Pledge Music? Is that where you acquired them? Yeah, we did. So um, uh, they had acquired um, uh, Noise Trade about two years ago. And uh, right around that time, I was looking at the possibility of, hey, I wonder if it would make sense to join forces with Noise Trade here. And uh, I, I, I took action a little too late. They, they were already uh, in the middle of doing the deal with Pledge. And so when Pledge um, had, 
you know, is having some troubles now. We thought, oh, well, maybe now's the time. Maybe they, they would be willing to um, separate out this great service from, from the rest of the stuff they're doing and uh, just a way to keep noise trade going. I, I didn't want to see noise trade um, go away. Right. So did you guys actually acquire noise trade from Pledge Music then? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Because the, the the press release didn't make that really clear. It just said you acquired noise trade. And, and, and obviously there's a lot of drama behind the scenes, and I'm sure you can't get into it. But I just wanted to get an understanding of, you know, did somehow noise trade end up on their own again and you did a purchase directly with them or did you acquire it from pledge? Yeah, it was from pledge and you know, I can't, I can't go into details on that, but um, sure. Yeah. I mean, they've been, they've been owned by pledge for the last uh, year and a half. So or two years, two years, you know, and, and Jay and I have both been users of pledge. And as we said earlier, I've used noise trade. Um, Obviously every artist has got issues right now with with pledge music are there issues in noise trade or did noise trade kind of get lucky and not have as many artist related issues because i as as somebody who's used noise trade i haven't felt the pushback the heat the problems in the noise trade world yeah um no exactly as you said noise trade sort of uh skip by without really any of those those issues um artists were continuing to use it uh artists were continuing to get uh paid for their tips um you know when when uh fans would tip them directly that they, they were getting that money so um yeah I, I we did a lot of due diligence and didn't find any real issues that artists were having with this with the service so yeah. um yeah it, it's it's just kind of continued on and it's on its own path. That's fantastic. Can you can you talk a little bit about uh, Day Trotter uh, for those who don't really know about it? Just you know, from from my view of it, it it's a great place for me to go to kind of see some really great uh, indie bands that I love do some really cool sessions. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you uh, acquired Day Trotter and kind of how that works? Yeah, so, um, you know, Day Trotter was started by Sean Moeller um, uh, back in the, the mid-2000s. Uh, again, I was a fan before we had anything ever to do with them. Um, Sean has moved on to become uh, to run a club in, in Davenport, and Day Trotter continued on for a while in Davenport. Um, we actually are moving the studio. Uh, I guess we're breaking news here. We're, we're going to be opening a studio here in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Um, with with all the four sessions like that yeah for sessions so we've been doing it in new york um similar to what day trotter was doing um so now we're gonna have two studios one in new york one in atlanta and Fantastic. have bands come in we'll stream them live to youtube live to facebook um and what we plan on doing is connecting those artists to noise trade now so that perfect you know get them get them hooked up to where we've recorded the session upload it to your your own channel so that you can benefit off this and sign up a bunch of new fans um, through this through the service and 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 really offer something um, to the to the bands that are coming in and playing songs other than just the promotion of that that video and you've had some fantastic artists I mean some really amazing Uh, artists in there 
Um, what what is the process if let's say you're an artist or a manager or you work at a label and you feel like your artist would kind of fit that you know cool indie vibe and you know you're not kind of working out of your garage that you have a substantial base and you're touring or you have great records out and great reviews or a lineup around the block to see your shows whatever it is what is that process for folks or do you guys just go out and A&R the whole thing yourselves with blinders on uh, no it's definitely there's there's definitely outreach but there's also a lot of uh, you know we're taking pitches from publicists all the time so They've been reaching out to Brad and Bob in our New York office and uh, saying, hey, we're going to be in New York on these dates. You know, we'd love to come play the studio or Brad and Bob will reach out to an artist and they see they're coming into town and saying, hey, we'd love to have you come into the studio. So it, wor it works both ways. What I love about these sessions, too, is, um, you know, if, if you're familiar with Paste, we do cover a lot of indie rock. I mean, we, we have right. a pretty wide range, but our sessions are a, a much wider range. Um, we... Uh, uh, we have some great kind of world music artists come in and play a whole range of things. We had a, a cellist yesterday. We had um, uh, a, a sort of Latin band come in today and play. Very eclectic. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we have, we have some jazz sessions up there. But there's still a lot of singer-songwriter, indie rock, um, all right. country. Kind of what it's known uh, stuff, for. Stuff that we're known for. But, yeah, yeah. I, I, love seeing, I love seeing the range. Josh, you mentioned that you your your plan is to connect day trotter into noise trade. So after these sessions are done, you know the artists can connect and and use noise trade. In the past, noise trade from a from a musician standpoint has all been about audio. Even though you can you can embed a video clip onto your channel page for a promotional purpose, I'm curious. You're going to be doing, you do these great sessions that you're streaming in video. Is there any thought of taking noise trade and doing something similar with video now? Uh, there's definitely thought. There's no, there's <laughs> no set plan on that. But I, I mean, I have thought this model could be great for young filmmakers. Uh, it could, sure. I mean, you have platforms out there where you have video and you have audio, YouTube and SoundCloud and all these things, but, but you're really not capturing that audience. And um, to me, this is a great way to capture the audience. For, for yeah. us, one of the things that, that has really been striking me lately uh, with Paste is that um, every time there's a new social media channel rolls around, we build that audience, but it's controlled by someone else. So like with right. Facebook, we built our Facebook fans and all and bands are doing this too. You know, you put all this effort into build up this this fan base, but now you kinda gotta pay Facebook to reach them because yeah. organically it's just not happening like nope. it was. So this is a way to connect to your fans in a way that you control. And it, it's a great way actually to turn your Facebook followers and Twitter followers into email addresses as well. And zip codes. So when you're touring, you can uh, promote specifically to that new city and send out an, an email. Hey, we're going to be in your town. Here's a link to tickets. So, yeah, but video is a real relationship. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. That's, that's the, you know, the, the, the beauty of noise trade is the overall concept of you want to gather an email address, and the best way to get somebody to give you an email address is to give them something in exchange. Sure. And, and 
for the most part, I think many bands are just like, oh, I'll just give them a single, a single, a single, a single. But there's so much more if you put a thinking cap on and, and get creative that you can deliver in exchange for an email address, whether it's an ebook, whether it's a, a, a full album, an EP, a single, or, you know, the exclusive video of this session that you're not going to find on YouTube, you're not going to find anywhere else. The only way you can watch this video is to give an email address and watch it on a noise trade channel is another interesting direction. Yeah. I think that's a really good point, Michael, because I was reading this article on Hypebot actually this morning. Uh, I think it was Chris Mobley from CD Baby wrote about, you know, why not give away your album? Um, and it's the same kind of thing in order to grow your base. And this is something that noise trade was ahead of everybody else in doing is that you're not going to make a ton of revenue, um, initially when you're a, a baby band, you, your goal is really to grow your base and to put butts in the seats and maybe hopefully sell some merch and, you know, and then it snowballs from there. And I think, you know, touching on what Michael touched on, do you find that people are more apt or open to giving away more than just a song, maybe a, an album or an EP? Yeah, um, I, I would say the majority of the, the links, um, or the uploads on the site are full albums um, from young bands trying to, trying to find an audience and finding an audience on there. We also, um, you know, we have a part of, part of the noise trade um, Community is is a huge a huge community of users. So so we can reach out to those users with some of the coolest stuff on the site, um, and and if you have that album, that is that is definitely more of an appeal. But it works too. It, by, uh, you know, we have a couple songs from Steve Earle on there um, that went up recently. That you know, it, it's a teaser, but it, it gets people uh, sure. looking at more. And the same thing on books. You know, you can. You can do a chapter, or you can do the if your second book in a series comes out, you can give the first book away for free, and collect all those uh, email addresses of the people who download it and read it. And that, what a what better uh, audience to try to reach out to? It seems like there's a real synergy with what Pace does, because Pace is really you know music, movies, books, games, pop culture. All of what you're talking about with day trot or noise trade, it seems like all of those can kind of coexist and support each other. That's the plan. That's that's what you we're know, trying to do right now. Yeah, it's really interesting how you know you just talked about books. The same thing could happen with games, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there there really is no limit to what we can do with this. And right now, you know, we, this is what. Uh, a week and a half old. Um, you know, we're we're making sure that <laughs> right. it's running well, and that you know that we're not losing anything here in the transition, and that you know we're reaching out to to these audiences and telling them, hey, this is happening. So, but yeah, no, I'm very excited about all the ways that the different areas of pace can can work with Noise Trade, and and um, you know, it's it's three companies that were started shoestring, no. Yep. No real investment. Um, I, you know, I know the people involved in each of those. That, that they just had this vision, and wanted to see this vision kind of come together. And and uh, so to have these three companies in in one place now working together uh, has been exciting. Let, let let me ask you, Josh. I mean, as you said, it's only a week and a half old here, and I'm sure you there's been a lot of internal discussions. 
but can you give us some thought and feeling as to where pace is going to take noise trade? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we want to, to have as much integration as possible so that these companies are helping, helping each other. Um, but yeah, one of the main things that we're looking at uh, pretty immediately is, you know, we, we have two to three bands coming through New York every day. Um, uh, and, you know, starting in July, we're going to be doing the same thing here in Atlanta. Um, we're, you know, to be able to work more closely with those bands once they've left our studio, I, I think that's what Noise Trade delivers for us. And um, to be able to, to promote the coolest of the stuff that we're doing on our various channels, on, on our podcast, on our, um, uh, to our mailing list, to all of our socials, on the website itself, have all these things sort of working together. I mean, that's what excites me. Yeah. Do you see yourselves like partnering with um, kind of larger indie entities like, you know, AWOL, In Grooves, ADA, Caroline, people like that? I mean, are you partnering with any of those folks or can you see yourselves partnering and kind of taking this platform to a, a larger group? Yeah. And, and already, I mean, we have, we have labels lined up where um, they're using the noise trade platform to promote several of their artists. And so they, they're signing up sort of for a, for an enterprise deal where, where we're helping promote um, the stuff that they're putting on our site. So yeah, it, it, I think it, it would work great with with several of those those entities that you named. When you have a group of artists that you're trying to figure out, okay, how do I break this artist? How do I find new audience right. for this artist? How do I develop this artist? Yeah, I think I think we're a great partner. For so it. you do have a, kind of an enterprise thing. So let's say I run a label and I've got a dozen artists. I could reach out and sign up and do something with my entire label to kind of help because the the big problem, and you know this as well as anyone. Today, it's really how do you rise above the noise and the clutter? There's everybody is putting out so much music. And, you know, there's an article the other day of, you know, Spotify's ingesting like 40,000 tracks a day. You know, how do you do that? And I think this is a real organic and genuine way to do that. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, and, I, and I hope we'll, we'll find that, that uh, more labels and more distribution companies and more entities, like, like you mentioned, um, take a look at it you know what what's always excited me about noise trade is the community which you mentioned they've got a huge community of users who are just eager to find that next new release and love to give an email address to get it and and as somebody whose job is to assist bands in finding their audience you know I always say you can't sit back and wait for your fans to find you you have to go find your fans and one of the m absolute most effective ways has always been utilizing the noise trade community now in in some instances that's through the paid promotions which have been very effective um, but I'm excited by the fact that now the paste community is potentially going to be brought into that whole sphere so not only is 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 an artist i'm going to work with going to be able to reach the noise trade users i'm assuming at some point there's going to be a way to say okay we can ingest some of the promotions some of the better the top tr the top releases the top downloads we'll ingest those and amplify them 
in the paste world. Yeah, and, and we're already beginning to do that. Um, our first uh, um, books email will go out today where it's it's paste content and noise trade content um, put out there. You know, we um, paste is an editorial um, brand and we're, you know, it'll always, there will always be that wall of, of anything that's editorial coming out of pace that there's no, sure. there's no buying pace into that. Play, yeah. There's no pay for play with, with pace at all, but, but promotion there is, I mean, like it, we, we can include something in a, in a uh, newsletter or have a widget on the site where we're highlighting um, some noise trade uh, artists. Um, as long as, you know, as long as those walls are, are clear, um, there's there's definitely ways to to reach both audiences. So that's that's the plan. That's what we're we're putting together now, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a free site. You can it's you can go up. You can upload your your album now. Um, if you want more promotion, uh, there's there's opportunities to you know have your um, have your album in front of a lot of eyeballs. Um, but you know, and that's how that's the noise trade business model. But if you just want to put it up there and tell your audience about it and and have people discover it who use the site, that's that's free to do right now. It sounds like all of this is really kind of put together, not only for the DIY artist, but I think the thing that I hadn't really thought about before was, man, this really makes sense for kind of established artists to help kind of grow their audience and to maybe you know try different things you know there's some really creative artists out there who are <clears throat> releasing singles and then eps in between their albums and they're leaving majors some of them are doing things on their own i i think that the thing that excites me about this is that it's 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 not just for the diyers some of these label clients that we talked about um some of these maybe heritage artists um, do you have, is it all kind of this indie eclectic, you were, you're mentioning some of these uh, genres like jazz and which is super cool, but do you see this as, as something that could be helpful or meaningful for, you know, kind of established artists? Yeah. I mean, I think you could be Beyonce and, and put a track on there and tell your, tell all your fans, Hey, go download this track. And all of a sudden, I mean, imagine what that would do for her own email. She get a huge I mean, email no, list. Could you yeah, imagine no, the yeah. number of emails an artist of that level would be able to gather with just a single? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you put a single that you, you recorded a, a demo. You could put a yeah. demo and and tell your audience about it. Do you it, have any it, huge it, success stories? Like, is there somebody who's just broken the bank that you know on a campaign off the top of your head? Not to put you on the spot, but have there been any artists that you're just like, uh, wow? Um, you know, I, I we've had it a week and a half. We haven't done it. We don't have any yeah. of those yet. Well, but, that, um, that's fair. But I mean, I have gone back and looked at some of the numbers and and what you know, I, I, I glanced at. at uh, Josh Ritter had done a campaign and it was like, wow, that's, that was success. You know, it seems successful to me. I, you know, sure. so yeah, if you're, if you're an artist, I mean, the bigger you are and the, and the louder your voice is, the more email addresses you're going to gather from something like this. And that's, that's really valuable to an artist. I mean, you might have a gazillion Twitter followers, but to be able to like target them when you're in their city and um, without, you know, 
or, or on Facebook without having to pay Facebook, without having to, you know, just send out an email, um, a targeted email. So yeah, I, I think it's going to be great for big artists. I don't, I, I don't think there's a, a limit here to, to size. Josh, um, and we, we're going to have to wrap up here in a couple minutes, but for somebody who's been using noise trade, who's been familiar with it, are there any immediate changes that they need to expect? Is there anything immediately on the, you know, on the development block? It's like, oh, we're going to add this. We're going to integrate the, anything like that that you can talk about. Uh, no, I mean, you know, we, we have our, our additions in mind. I mean, the first thing is, is more integration. The, uh, step one is make sure everything works, make sure any bugs that, that hadn't been getting fixed, um, get fixed. And, and there hasn't been a lot. It's, it's, a, it's a site that's in pretty good shape. Yeah, sure. Um, so the other thing is just integrating it and paste where that's a seamless back and forth. Um, so beyond that, then we're going to start looking at features and, and, and where directions that we can take this. But right now, I mean, it's, it's not broken, <laughs> you know, it's, no, it's it, working. It, for it, 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 it's not, I mean, I can attest to that. It, it's not broken. It, it's very, it's a, I think it's not broken because it's actually a very simple concept and a simple website is, is what's good about it. There's not a lot of complicated bells and whistles to noise trade. So that's why it just works all the time. You know, I've had, I've had clients, you were going back to, Jay, your question about success. I've had some clients that at the end of the day, for me, the measure is, especially if they did a paid promotion, how much did it cost to acquire those email addresses? You know, what was the cost for each email? And I've had clients where they've, it's been under a nickel an email address for what, yeah, they, which is, what they, which is insane. insane. Yeah. That, there are companies that pay $10, $12 for an active client like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and, and these, these are really tar fairly targeted. I mean, you know they're music fans because they're on noise trade. You know, so they've given you the, your, their email address. Now, obviously, some of them will opt out of staying into your in your email list afterwards, but that's typical. Which, sure. which brings up a real quick question before we wrap up. Is there going to be any thought of actual deeper integration with email list services like MailChimp and FanBridge? Constant contact. And cons so when, 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 you, when you download the email goes straight into your list as opposed to me having to remember once a month to go export the new yeah, emails yeah. that arrived and then import them. You know, not, not that that's terrible, but boy, it would be great if it just went straight into a client's email. <laughs> yeah, it, it would be. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's not, that, those are the kinds of features that we're going to be looking at. You know, there, there's, that's, that's not on the, the development slate right now, but um you know, is a fantastic idea. Just anything that makes it easier for the artist. Because um, right now you do. So at any point, you can go and real-time download anybody who's listened to your music, either streaming or download, and um, take those those email addresses with zip codes and just download it and upload it to whatever client you have. Yeah, it's, you know, it takes a minute, but it doesn't, doesn't take long. But, yeah, it would be nice if that was, like, just automatic. Yeah, it would our, be. Our, go ahead, Jay. I was just going to say, are downloads kind of going away like they are in the larger music business market? 
Yeah, I mean, downloads are certainly not what they were um, five years ago, but uh, it's interesting. It's it's still kind of neck and neck with Noise Trade. Wow. You know, a okay. lot of the audience, a lot of people, and, and that's what I've been learning because I don't use downloads. I stream everything. But um, in yeah. in this process, I've learned that a lot of people I know still are downloading music and still uh, carrying it with them on their phone. And, um, you know, they have their lists. And so, uh, but it is, you can stream, it doesn't matter how you, uh, you can stream it, you can download it, you can do sure. it, whatever you want to do. As a fan, um, both of those both of those still work on on noise trade. But but wow. and, and to be clear, even if you want to just stream it, you still have to put an email address in. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Which is which is great. Uh, so you know, if you want to just stream a song, give me an email address. Yeah, and you know you can do that early, like, uh, and you can take it down whenever you want. So so if you wanted to just make it a, uh, we haven't released this yet, but here get a sneak peek of the album. Um, to stream, and you can control whether it's downloadable or not too. I mean, there there are a lot of artist controls here, yeah. um, and you can offer content early to your fans in exchange for an email address. Um, so yeah, there's a, there there are a lot of tools. We we hope to bring even more um, tools to the artists, but awesome. uh, it really doesn't matter streaming or download. Yeah, awesome. That's fantastic. So 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 Josh, where do people find you? Find Pace, noise trade. Day trotter. Plug away. Noise trade. Yeah, all right. So <laughs> it all starts at pastemagazine.com. You can find it all there. Um, uh, you know, we're on, you know, Twitter and we have a YouTube channel. All of the different places you could expect us, you just look for, you just search for Pace Magazine. Noise trade is noisetrade.com. Uh, day trotter is on Pace. You just go to pastemagazine.com. There's a little day trotter button you click for all of those uh so just thousands of sessions that have that have been done. Yeah. Um, and uh, since we're on a podcast, I'll plug the very brand new Paste podcast. Uh, uh, episode seven came out today with Jermaine Clement, uh, Christopher Maloney, and Aurora. Who, if you haven't heard, she's a singer songwriter from Norway who is just fantastic. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, that's, well, that's I, really I, I I'm excited by this uh, as somebody who knew that. Pledge owned Noise Trade. I am doubly excited by the fact that they don't anymore. Because I was I was really worried that Noise Trade was gonna was gonna take a hit on 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 all of this, and I'm glad they didn't. Congrats on the acquisition and much success to you with Day Trotter Paste, all that crazy stuff that you're doing. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for having me on, guys. This was oh, such thank, a pleasure. Thank you, Josh. This was this was great. I mean, again, very timely. It's great info. And and everybody, you gotta go check out Noise Trade. It's just yeah. and it, paste. It, it's super easy. It's it works. Um I've had multiple clients that have have, have nothing but praise for it. So Me too. That's so great to hear. Yeah. Great. Good stuff. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, guys. Take care. Awesome update from Josh. Like I said, I'm just excited. I'm glad to see that Noise Trade is going to survive the pledge it's music fun. world. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're both big fans of Noise Trade. And, and I was nervous when I heard that, uh, you know, pledge music was having all the problems that they're having and kind of going dark. And, you know, are they going to have a buyer? Are they going out of business? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, uh, what's going to happen to Noise Trade? And. Uh, a savior in uh, you know Josh and and Pace Magazine and 
uh, I'm super excited about that, but I'm also a huge fan of Day Trotter. Those sessions that they have, you wouldn't believe the bands that they've had in there. Right. Um, they're they're super cool. If you like kind of, you know, unusual, um, you know, maybe stripped down or live versions of some of your favorite stuff, or if you just want to discover some new music, it's a great place to go. Yeah, for sure. You know, I I guess I'd love to throw out to to our listeners, if you've used Noise Trade. Give us your comments. What do you think? Yeah. Did it work for you? Are there features you'd love to have added to it? And we'll we'll pass them along because now's the time. I mean, a new owner is going to inject fresh blood into the the company. Um, you know, as we said, not that anything's broken now, but boy, there could be some really cool things because again, it's all about giving away content, and that's the whole point. Is what kind of content would you want to give away for an email address? Yeah, help grow your base. Exactly, exactly. All right. All right, guys, and don't forget, head over to iTunes, leave us a rating and review. We greatly appreciate it. Yep. We will see you next week. Music Biz Weekly Podcast, we're out.